Here we go. All right, the poison, the poison for Cusco, the poison chosen specially to kill Cusco, Cusco's poison. Ow. On a scale of one, Ow. on a scale, ah. on a scale, Ow. on a scale of one to ten, <laughs> on a scale of one to ten, how would you rate your pain? Hello and welcome to Behind the Dreams Podcast. My name is Jordan Wiegand and I have my sister. Christian Allgaier. And this is a podcast where we talk all things Disney news uh, for the theme parks, the movies, the video games, TV shows, you know, whatever there is out there we will talk about. Okay, so uh, I guess let's kick it off with... Um, if you were to buy DVC points, which one would you want your home resort to be? Okay, what are all the home resorts? Uh, well, I mean, all of the DVC resorts. Do you not know what they all are? Is that what you're asking? Yeah. Um, so you have Vero Beach, Hilton Head, Old Key West. Okay, well, it's definitely not Hilton Head or Vero Beach. Keep going. I'm just saying. <clears throat> yeah, but there's some of those are cheaper. Because um, there's nothing around them. Yeah, but I mean, you can use your points anywhere. Still. Okay. Anyway. Um, Old Key West, Grand Floridian, Polynesian, Saratoga Springs, uh, Boardwalk, Yacht Beach Club, Wilderness Lodge. That might be it. I think I might have to go with the Polynesian. Yeah, that's what I would think, too. But, you know, I would say, if not the Polynesian, my next one would be Wilderness Lodge. Yeah, that's a good one, too. Yeah. But I just really like the atmosphere of the Polynesian. Yeah. Well, see, yeah, that's my thing. I like, there's, we've gone over it before, but there's a ton of stuff I like about Polynesian. But I also like the atmosphere over at Wilderness Lodge, too. I just feel like another really well done one. Oh, and Animal Kingdom Lodge is another one. That is a DVC resort. It just hit me. Those rooms were really nice. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they, yeah. Well, but it's the cool when you can look out the window and see like a giraffe. Well, we didn't. Yeah, we didn't have one of those rooms, but we stayed in a one bedroom there last year, and it was really nice. And in the bathroom, they had like the. Um, like in the shower, you know how they have the tile work? Yeah, yeah. It actually had, like, um, the Lion King. It had, like, the sunrise from that and the different animals walking along. That was kind of cool. Oh, and Bay Lake Towers. Now I'm remembering all of the other nah, options, but nah. whatever. <laughs> I'm not taking Bay, Bay Lake. Uh, no, I. those rooms are too small. I haven't been in there, but if people are listening... Uh, they might hear some thunder in the background here. It's starting to thunder and, and oh, it's doing the same thing here. here. So, um, no alarms. Uh, you know, no bombs going off here. Just thunder. <laughs> uh, if you're listening. Uh, okay, so, uh, so that's a good start there. Let us know what you know what you would select if um, uh, you're if, buying. Yeah, if you were buying DVC membership. Um. All right, so we'll jump over to the news. Extra, extra, read all 
uh, we got some a uh, little bit of news here. Not too much to go over, but maybe we can go in depth on on this stuff. Hey, I, I, have, I have a couple things that I don't think you have. So okay, what do you got? Um, well, one of the things is I read more of a breakdown about the Pixar Play Zone at Contemporary. Did you have that? Nope. Remember those things yeah. that we were talking about before? Yeah. Okay. So, do you want me to go into it now? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So, um, I guess quite a couple episodes ago, we were talking about the Pixar Play Zone that's coming to Contemporary Resort. Yeah, that's, that, probably, like, that's probably like six weeks ago, maybe. So. I know. I know, it feels forever, though. Um, that the parents can pay for their child to stay and um, kind of like a babysitting service because they were doing away with those pretty much. So I think this is like their new thing. Um, so it includes the dance party with Mr. and Mrs. Incredible. Uh, kids can earn a sheriff's badge and sing along with lovable cowboy Woody and Jesse during Woody's Roundup. And car, where is it? Cars fans um, won't want to miss Radiator Springs Racetrack, where they can build a race car and compete in a misty, uh, a misty, a mini piston cup derby race. So let me see. It says the nightly getaway is offered for kids ages four to twelve and open from five to ten thirty. Programming will run from six to ten fifteen for a fee of sixty five dollars per child plus tax. The children must be fully potty trained and the parents must be there to check the children in and out and you can reserve it your spot at it's called the Pixar play zone by calling the reservation number. Cool. That sounds kind of fun. Something different. Yeah. Yeah. And a way for them to interact with, I mean, I mean, you can meet those characters, but you know, they don't offer a character meal with any of those, so that's kind of something different that they can do. Um, the other thing I saw is, so I'm just going to run through everything I have. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. Um, I see that they have a Dole Whip cupcake now at Disney's All-Star Music Resort. Did we go over the cookie dough yet, or was that this week, too? Uh, I think that was for this week. Okay. Um I was trying to think of what I, what I had. There's also a salted caramel pretzel that's coming to Epcot. Sounds like it's going to be over by um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. Um, oh, no, 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 I'm wrong. Sorry. Near Test Track. <clears throat> it says it's a nice warm pretzel. The salted caramel warm stuffed pretzel comes with caramel sauce already on the inside. No dipping sauce needed but you can add chocolate dipping sauce on the side. It is um, $6 or one snack credit. Mm. But I don't know. I feel like that might be a bit too much. I love caramel, but I don't know. Be interesting to try though. Um, and then what was, Oh, okay. So then the other thing that I read is, for Disneyland, I don't think that Disney World has anything like this, although I'm going to call and find out because it's pretty freaking sweet. So when you are booking your trip, if you are a Disney Visa card holder, 
Um, when you are booking to stay at a Disneyland hotel, it says that you must mention this while booking, and you will receive um, a voucher to pick up this insulated backpack within the parks. And it, it says that it's insulated and could easily hold a 12-pack of water or anything that you would need to keep cold while you're in the parks. Mm. So the picture of it um, is really nice, and it has, like, it's just like plain black has a little clip like a um buckle that keeps it shut and it has two pockets on the side and then on the front it has like a disneyland logo but i mean it does look like a decent size and that's perfect for i like that it's insulated but that it's a backpack too because sometimes it's hard to carry the insulated things i was so excited about this too i don't know if you saw this but Duffy has a new friend. Did you see that? Oh, no. Mom was talking about it, actually, because you asked her to go... Uh, yeah, I asked if she get could it. get me on. <laughs> um, so, it's a new stuffed animal. Duffy's newest friend. I, I guess the name is Olu? I don't know. It's like O-L-U. But um, it is coming to the Alan Hawaiian Disney Resort. Um, and he, let me see if it says, I don't have it in here when he makes his debut, but I think it's either now or really soon. Um, so it's another little guy. And apparently the story is that he can't, Duffy came across him while, I don't know, I guess sailing the ocean and heard him playing his ukulele. That's a strange, that's a strange one. Yeah. Yeah, but he's really adorable, and for anybody that doesn't know, I love sea turtles, so it's perfect. Um, Okay, so the other thing was, they are coming out with, and this sounds absolutely disgusting to me, a cheeseburger spring roll in Adventureland at Magic Kingdom. But I'm not much of a spring roll person anyway, but I don't know, just the picture of it just doesn't look appetizing. Right. So, um, I don't have anything else on that. And then, um, another one of Jordan's favorites, an Instagram worthy wall Mm. (laughs) coming to Disneyland though. It's actually already there. This one though, looks pretty cool. Have you seen it? The up one? No, I haven't. I I didn't, I, it was not on any of the things I was looking at. Okay, so the way it looked in somebody else's pictures is there's this big wall, but it must be some kind of screens. Right. And you can stand there and look like you're holding a bunch of balloons, like from the movie up. And it's clouds behind it, but the way I saw it is their clouds are moving. Like, it's like a screen, so the clouds can keep moving, but the balloons don't. But, um, yeah, so that's another new wall that you can do at Disneyland. Uh, what, it says it's what? located in Hollywoodland, right near Monsters, Inc. And right near Monsters, Inc., Mike and Sully to the rescue and the Disney Visa cardholder area. And it says the new wall is also right next to another famous wall featuring Buzz Lightyear. Anyway, go on. What were you well, going to say? What happens when this Instagram fad stuff starts dying down like we're 
I guess they take the walls down. Yeah, it just seems like a waste. Yeah, but I think in their eyes, they're thinking, you know, that's just that many more people sharing and tagging Disney and getting all that attention. Not that they really need any help. Oh, yeah, they're billion dollars, some billion-dollar corporation. Um, and then I saw that Pixar Place is now closed off at Hollywood Studios, so where yeah. you would normally walk to go to Toy Story Mania, that's all walled off. People are thinking that maybe that'll eventually turn into some kind of entryway for, you know, Galaxy's Edge. I think or it's too far away to be a walk in a Galaxy's yeah. Edge. Originally, that was supposed to be Phase Three of Hollywood Studios. Oh, okay. So it was going to be Phase 1 was Toy Story Land, Phase 2 was Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, Phase 3 was going to be where, like, Lights, Motor, Action, and, and oh, right, that way right. was. But I don't know if, it sounds like they kind of stepped away from that, but it doesn't mean it can't change and, and go back to being some sort of idea. Yeah. Um. Okay, and then the other thing that I'm, like, can't wait for them to, or can't wait to try when I get there is the edible cookie dough cups that they brought out. Right, so that's kind of like how they have, uh, I think it was a place in New York that became really big for that? Yeah, they actually have a place like that in Ocean City now. Oh, really? They're pop. They're starting to pop up in a lot of different places. I'd I've rather seen. that than frozen yogurt and stuff. Uh, oh, totally with you. This is one give thing me cookie I can dough. totally behind. Right. I Yeah, uh, so wh- where is this going to be located at? Yeah, I'm looking that up right now. I know it's at one of the, I want to say All-Star Sports. Yeah. So it says for now you can find it at the All-Star Sports Resort in their, like, cafeteria area. I thought I also read... It's a weird trial place, if that's where they're trying it out at. Yeah. So it's, yeah, in the bakery, refrigerated snack and bakery section of End Zone Food Court, and it's a chocolate chip cookie dough cup. It's for three ninety nine or a snack credit. It's three small scoops. Hmm. Um, and it, you know, Nathan will love this because he will actually be able to try it because this does not have any eggs. Oh, okay. That's what yeah. makes it edible, right? Because you can't. Yeah, that, I was gonna say that's egg. what makes it edible. The no egg thing. So he never he can't have cookie dough, right? Because it's not baked. No, yeah, so he can't have that or, like, brownie batter, cake batter, anything like that. He can't oh, have it after it. Poor kid. Yeah, I know. I'm hoping that that one... It grows out of it. Point. Yeah. It's also hard when we're having, like, scrambled eggs or something for dinner. Yeah, what do you give him when you have that? Something different. I don't know. Whatever he wants that day. I mean, he does eat, um, like, we'll have bacon or something, so he'll eat the bacon and then something else, whatever. Mm. I make them. I thought I was just looking. I guess that is the only place as of right now. But I swear I read that it will be available at either like Art of Animation or um, Pop Century. I feel like it's Pop Century. Oh, okay. Well, that makes well. I guess that makes sense. It's kind of like one of those value resorts, like art, like um, like pops, uh, like. Uh, yeah, all star. It was yeah. definitely one of those, um, one of those two. But for right now, it just says all star. So I don't know. I feel like in September we're gonna be like jumping around to some hotels. 
hey, I mean, do what you need to to get that cookie dough. I know. Well, and Nathan also <clears throat> wants to go get some beignets. Get what? Beignets. Oh, they're over the in French Pavilion? In but they're at French, <clears throat> Port Orleans, French oh, Quarter. Oh, okay. Because, um, you know, in Disneyland, they have them in New Orleans Square. And they're Mickey-shaped. Oh. Um, but, and I had some when I went to New Orleans, and they're amazing, but... What is it? It's, you know, let me, it's kind of like a fried dough type of thing. Oh, okay. It sounds so good. Um, like, right now. It says it's the, it's the equivalent to an English fritter. It's made from deep-fried... I don't know how to explain or say the word C H O U X pastry. Um, C O U H X. No, no, no. C H O U X. Chow show. I have no idea. Deep fried pastry, basically. Hmm. Um, and then it's covered in confectioner's sugar. So yesterday we went to our local beach cleanup and they do it once a month. And afterwards, so it's like an hour thing. And then afterwards, a local restaurant provides breakfast. So it was a restaurant called Another Broken Egg Cafe, which they have them all over the place. They're not just local, but they had beignets there. And then they had like egg sandwiches Mm. and muffins and fruit and stuff like that. So that was Nathan tried one and he asked me if we could get the recipe and make it and pack it in his lunch every day. <laughs> so he's quite a fan and they weren't even like, they were warm, but they weren't like really warm and they're way better, like fresh, warm, hot, you know? Right. So I told him, you know, they come, you know, they have some in Disney, so we'll have to get some. So that's what he's all about. It's but it's so funny. He asked me, What are them what are these things called? And I said it and then he was talking about them the rest of the day, so Huh. Well that's good he liked it. Uh-huh. So I told him we'll get some Mickey shaped ones. That's cool. But I think that's all the news that I had. Okay. Well we got um Bugs Life, uh the Bugs Land over in California, is closing uh, in September. It's in California Adventure. Uh, It's making way for uh, the new Marvel uh, area. Yeah. Which will open in 2020. So, that is closing on September 4th of this year. Okay. Now, to be honest... uh, we didn't really ride anything in this area. It was a lot of, like, smaller rides. Oh, like kid ones? Yeah. So there's not... And aren't they, like, redoing one... Like, they're keeping the one ride, I thought. In a sense of, like, they're re theming it, I thought, I read. For that one? Yeah. Or no. Oh, Flix Flyers... Yes. It's getting changed over to Inside Out Emotional Whirlwind. I guess they're moving it over to Pixar Pier. Oh, okay. We got a new stage show coming to Disneyland uh, Tokyo Disney Sea. Tokyo Disney Sea. It follows Mickey, Minnie, Donald, and Goofy as they set out to find the legendary Rio Dorado 
and it's City of Gold. It starts with Goofy as a pilot. Um, Mickey, Minnie, and Donald are a trio of adventurers. And Donald has a magical staff that leads all four on an adventure. And that's going to start in 2019. Next summer. Ah. Um, also, Funko, uh, it looks like these have leaked from Barnes & Noble's website. Um, but Funko is going to be releasing some pop vinyls for Mickey Mouse for his 90th birthday. So they have a Steamboat Willie one, a Apprentice Mickey, the Sorcerer's Apprentice Mickey. Uh-huh. Uh, a Black and White Firefighter Mickey. Uh, a Conductor Mickey. And Brave Little Taylor. And uh, it doesn't say when those come out, but this is his 90th year, so, you know, sometime this year, uh, that should come out. And then the rest of the stuff I have is just uh, movie news, pretty much. So, we can jump over to the movie news. Uh, The big, well, we have two really big items. Um, First is uh, Comcast is reportedly dropping out of trying to buy 21st Century Fox. So, uh, on the 27th of July, coming up in a few days here, it is the shareholder vote from Fox to vote uh, if they want to, you know, have Disney purchase them. So, that is on Friday. This Friday? Yes. Yes, unless they postpone it. But Comcast um, is dropping out, which leads this to be pretty much almost done and dusted. Just got to get them to vote for it. And then we're, you know, and then it's done. And then, you know, The Simpsons and Family Guy are Disney properties. (laughs) (laughs) And more importantly, the Marvel characters. Um and Star Wars Episode Four will be back in Disney's hands um, for like the for the release information, like uh, to release it that theatrically again or to release it on Blu-ray. Uh, Disney would need 21st Century Fox permission. If they own them, then they have the rights for it again. So makes it a little better. Um. So, one big thing with that is, obviously, the streaming service is launching uh, next year, and this is going to give Disney a bunch of properties to stick on that streaming service, and they'll have full control of Hulu. Uh, So, if it doesn't fit the Disney brand on their streaming service, they can plug it in on Hulu. Uh, most of 21st Century Fox's stuff was going over to Hulu anyway. Uh, I, yeah. know, I know they just moved Family Guy over there from Netflix. Uh, I think It's Always Sunny moved from Netflix to Hulu. Um, there were some other shows too. Like most most shows produced by I think How Much Your Mother jumped the ship from uh, Netflix over to Hulu. So it seems like. That was already happening anyway, so we'll see if Disney keeps it on a lot of those shows on Hulu, since a lot of them are not probably kid friendly. Yeah. Um, or not, and, and some big news too with 
with the streaming service is at uh, Comic-Con, they announced that Star Wars The Clone Wars, a show that used to be on Cartoon Network and produced by WB, it was canceled once Disney bought them, uh, and they started working on Star Wars Rebels instead. Uh, but they're rap- doing a final season of 12 episodes on the streaming service for Star Wars The Clone Wars. So that'll get its moment to actually wrap up properly like it was supposed to. Uh, and on the streaming service, that gives them something immediately to have people subscribe. You know, all the hardcore Star Wars fans are going to jump in there see the end of The Clone Wars. Yeah. Um, and then also, uh, just some cool news that we just found out too about DuckTales. Panchito and Jose Carioca are going to be in DuckTales uh, in season two. So they're going to be joining the show for an episode. Uh, We also get Don Cheadle voicing Donald in an episode where Donald gets this gadget that makes him have a normal voice. Uh, And then we also have uh, the bad guy from Tailspin. Do you remember him? Yeah, you were, I think you brought this up the last I think time. I probably did mention this last week. But he's going to be on, I think, later in, in this month. I think it's at the end of July that that episode airs. Uh, hmm. So, DuckTales, bringing all the good good characters back and, and mixing them in. I like that. And then lastly, the big news that I have here is that uh, James Gunn, director of Guardians of the Galaxy Volumes... One and two uh, is fired from Disney and Marvel Studios, um, and he will not direct Volume Three, which was supposed to start filming at the beginning of next year. So that leaves them scrambling there, and uh, maybe we'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, you know, I'll be recording a special episode about uh, the Marvel Universe and um, going forward into Avengers Four, but. Uh, the issue I have with this firing is he was fired over tweets that were made, uh, around 10 years ago. Man, yeah. And while the tweets are not funny, they're supposed to be jokes. Uh, they're very crude and disgusting jokes, um, that are not really funny at all. but... But the issue I have with this is that you can find news articles from six years ago, which is before Guardians of the Galaxy 1 was even released or filmed, that talked about these tweets, and he had already apologized before then, before he got a job at Marvel, before he got a job at Disney. So it's either Disney didn't do their due diligence when they were hiring him, or they're only doing it because of the backlash. And that's... It's inconsistent, you know. Uh, That would be like firing, you know, Robert Downey Jr. for his problems he had years ago. Well, yeah, I was going to say the thing is, is, I mean, had something else come out about it recently? No, I'll tell you what happened. Okay, because I was going to say, like, it just seemed to come out of nowhere and, like, they're the only ones drawing attention to it, but maybe I'm wrong. He was being critical of the president. Lately? Uh, Recently? Well, since he's been in office, but... Oh. 
Okay. But what happened is uh, people were not happy about that. You know, some right wing or I guess really far right wing, like really far right wing, you know, um, did not like that. And I'm not sure if they uh, paid somebody to find this stuff or something. But I mean, really, how are you going to it was he had tweeted over 10,000 times. OK, right, so you're right. tweeting and that's just scrolling. Right. I don't think there's an easier way to narrow it down on Twitter. Yeah, so you're know. scrolling through 10,000 tweets, going back 10 years just to find examples of tweets to raise a stink about it, you know what I'm saying? To get him fired because he was talking badly about the president. Right. It's, and it's, it's weird because, I mean, obviously, Disney probably made the right call in, in the end. Uh, in, in the sense of, when he's going to promote Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, you can't have him being asked questions about his really bad jokes when he's trying to promote a family-friendly film, you know? Because right. um, people would ask those questions when he's on late-night shows or right. Entertainment Tonight, whatever. You know, they're going to ask those questions. And then your product is going to be associated with some really sick, demented jokes. So... Like, I get it. I get it. But, I mean, I feel like it's inconsistent because we have all these problems with, you know, there's rumors about Johnny Depp, what, beating his wife uh, back when they were together. Uh, There's, like I said, you know, Robert Downey Jr. had problems in his past. Um, Yeah. You know, and, and what my whole thing is, is... It's, I mean, he didn't even work for Disney then. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's... Right. And it, it it's crazy because people can change. People like to say he probably didn't change because he was already 40 years old writing that stuff. But, I mean, he's talked about how the Guardians of the Galaxy films have actually changed him in the sense... And, and they're actually very personal films. He identifies a lot with Rocket Raccoon. And... You know how Rocket is like a jerk who says a lot of mean stuff to push people away. And he, you know, that's how he said those jokes always used to be for him. People actually, you know, he actually pushed people away. And then he found out he didn't have to be this shock comic type guy, you know. And he could focus on storytelling. So it's it, stuff like that. Um, I just wonder what it's going to mean for the rest of this. And... Man, now if you're taking a job at Disney, you're probably going to have to scroll through your tweets and delete delete a lot of stuff before you get a job there, or maybe you're going to get fired eventually. I mean, he had one of the most secure jobs because of how much Guardians of the Galaxy had made. He was not only working on Guardians 3, but he was going to be the future of the cosmic Marvel Universe. So, like, anything that took place in outer space, they were consulting him on. You know, yeah. so I mean, that's the uh, that's the rub there where, you know, he had a really secure job. So even anybody could do that. I mean, like people are retweeting stuff Sarah Silverman said now because they're trying to get her in trouble, I guess. And, you know, Wreck-It Ralph 2 is coming out. Right. I mean, uh. that's <laughs> but I mean, you can't fire it now. It's already been recorded. It's already coming out, right? I mean, yeah, and yeah. and actually, I think that's where the double standard is: is that it's easier to replace the people behind the camera than in front of the camera. 
Yeah. And that's why some of these actors and stuff don't face any the sort of repercussions. Repercussions. We just had all of this Hollywood me hashtag me too stuff where people were doing actual awful things, right? Yeah. Actual awful things. Actually harassing people and making people uncomfortable. And then some of them still have jobs. You know? Yeah. James Franco got in some trouble. He's still on his HBO show. But then you have James Gunn, you know, who made jokes 10 years ago getting fired. That's what's crazy. And it's not even like it was unknown, right? Like, he was known for being the shock comic comedian type person. He was known for having that sort of sick sense of humor. And he had already apologized about it before he even took the job with Marvel. So that's where it's... I mean, what else can he do at that point? Right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's just It, it just drives me nuts that... Uh, I mean, obviously... Disney can like associate himself with themselves with him right now, but maybe if it blows over, people are people are signing petitions. Hundreds of thousands of people have signed petitions to get him reinstated. That won't ever do anything. I tell you that much because uh, it, it just won't. Uh, but I wish it could because I don't feel like people should be judged on actions they did, you know, like ten years ago. That long ago. Like we said before, I'm not sure if I talked about it on this podcast, but Tim Allen used to be a drug dealer. Yeah, you did You did say that. A drug dealer. And he's Buzz Lightyear. He was yeah. on Last Man Standing on their network. You know what I'm saying? Like, that is the type of stuff where it... That's way worse than writing offensive jokes. And if James Gunn was actually a real comedian, that they would probably be brushed aside. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, he's a comedian. But since he was a director and, and writer, they're like, oh, those are just sick jokes. You're out of here. You know? Right, right. But th that's where the inconsistency comes in. And I just don't get it. Just don't get it. Um. So I did find one more piece of news. Okay. Did you know that now with the Disney Cruise Line, you can now visit the Star Wars filming locations in Ireland. Oh, no, I did not. Oh, okay. Are you talking about Skellig Michael? Are they going to Skellig Michael? Um, so let me see. That's the only so one I can think of in Ireland. It says, good news. Disney Cruise Line has introduced a new exclusive port adventure in Ireland that will take you to visit the, the locations where the Star Wars movies were filmed. Um... And if you look at the pictures that they provide on here, it just looks freaking amazing. Um, so, yeah, it is. It says you'll dock at Cork, Ireland, and guests can experience an aerial tour of one of Ireland's most iconic destinations and then land at the Skelling Visitor Center for lunch. During the tour, you'll do a flyover of Skelling Michael and the Dingle Peninsula to see the uh, filming locations of The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi. It says you'll depart the pier and travel to Fota Wildlife Park to meet up to meet the um, helicopter pilot, and then you'll go on a private guided aerial tour of Skellig Michael in a helicopter. And after the aerial tour of the island, you'll fly to the Dingle Peninsula on the Irish mainland. And then you'll have an aerial tour of Seibel Head, 
the location of the Jedi Temple set constructed on the cliff's edge high above the Atlantic Ocean. Um, everyone will learn how those two places were chosen by a small group of monks. Blah, blah, blah. So it just said, in 2015, Lucasfilm returned to shoot scenes for The Last Jedi, and then again in 2016 for more location shoots. On the next leg of that, you'll fly to Dunmore Head, mm-hmm. Dunmore Head's staggering sea views and another filming location. It says, overall, you'll spend approximately five hours on the trip, including two hours of flight time. Um, and this once-in-a-lifetime experience is guided by the Irish team that worked on The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi. And then after seeing the filming locations, you'll have some free time at the Skellig Visitor Center, have lunch, and a chance to pull your own pint of Guinness. Cool. So, that's it. It looks amazing. I would hate to know how much money it is, but it looks amazing. Probably a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Probably a lot. <laughs> oh boy! Somebody said it's also like fifteen hundred dollars a person to do it. So probably, who knows? Wow. It's nice to dream. Anyway, <laughs> but uh-huh. yeah, the lens of that looks just like amazing. Um. So I think that was it. Do you have any other news? Uh, no, that was it really. Uh, for news. Um. I mean, they did say that uh, Han Solo, you know, the movie Solo, a Star Wars yeah. story, is coming out on Blu-ray and DVD uh, in August. August uh, 14th, I believe. No, 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 that's wrong, that's wrong. August 14th is Avengers, sorry. Uh, oh. September. Uh, it's in September, but the... the the digital comes out in August at the end of August for Solo. Um, so yeah, two movies back to back there, kind of with Avengers and and Solo. Yeah, well, they came out in theaters really back to back. They did too. not even a month apart. Yeah. Um. So the question is: three rides that you find worth a wait. So we're thinking no fast passes. You know if. If there were no fast passes for any of these rides. And long waits, right? Yes. And three rides that are not worth the wait. So you go first. Okay. So I'm going to go with not worth the wait first. I already know what you're going to say, but go for it. Peter Pan. <laughs> Peter Pan's flight is one of the three rides that is not worth the 90 minutes it takes to wait in line for that ride. I completely agree. I do not get it. I never understand why that ride, even in Paris, that ride was so long. Literally everywhere. It is always such a... And there is not... I feel like there's not a time of day that it's not just insanely busy. I mean, you're right, because even in Paris, when we went all those years ago... It was busy. I remember going early in the morning and that was the only time we were able to get on there when they did that like early magic hours because it didn't seem like people really use that as much over there yeah they don't Uh, that was the only time we could ride it over there 
<sighs> yeah, that's so I'm trying to think of the other ones now, but that one was like as soon as you said that, I was like, all right, Peter Pan, it is. Um, you know what I would actually say too, though I would say soaring. I'm gonna go with soaring. Not worth a long one. I like soaring, but it's not worth ninety or hundred eighty minutes, however long it gets. It's not worth that long. Yeah. And you know. I'm, <laughs> I'm probably going to go against the grain here, maybe. But I would say Flights of Passage. Oh, really? Yeah, it's not worth, you know, when we were there before, it was what, in the 200-some minutes? Like four hours or right, something? Right, not worth it. I mean, it's a it's a great ride, but it's soaring, pretty much. So I, I say soaring can, is not worth the wait. Flight of Passage is not worth the wait, because um, it's probably longer. Uh, it's a cool ride, but it's just, I don't know. I, I It's not worth the wait. <laughs> right. It's not worth that long of a wait. Um, That's a long wait, you know, like, because you also got to do it in proportion to how long the wait is, right? Like, that's probably a longer wait than some of the rides that I'm going to say are worth the wait, you know? Right, right, right. So... It's in proportion with how long the wait usually is. Like, if if Flights of Passage gets, like, a shorter wait time, then it's worth the wait, you know? But I would probably say 60 minutes is probably my top. That's probably the longest I ever wait for a ride. Anything, yeah. Right. Um, so for my three that are worth the wait. Uh, Splash Mountain for me, right? That sometimes gets high wait times. 80 minutes, whatever. I, I'll wait. You know, I'll take it back. I'll go 80 minutes probably the max. And I would wait that for Splash. Um, not only because it's a hot day and I need it to cool down, but because I like, you know, the characters, the songs, the adventure of that ride. So I, I'd say Splash Mountain is worth the wait. Uh, I'll go with uh, Mine Train is worth the wait yeah. for me. Now, usually I don't have to wait for it. <laughs> Uh, sometimes we've timed out well where it says 60 minutes and I look at the queue and I say, that's not 60 minutes. And we get in there and we get in in like 40, maybe 30, you know, but, uh, still, I, I love mine train. So that one's worth the wait. <sighs> and now I'm trying to think of a third ride that would be well, worth the wait. While you're thinking you'll love this, Nathan just whispered to me, he loves mine train. Oh yeah, sure. Big drop. It has a big drop. Um trying to think of uh what would be a third ride that usually has a long wait that's worth it. Um, I don't know, do you like rock and roller coaster? I love it. I, I do like it, but I don't know if it's worth as long as the as it gets. It's more worth it than my other three I named, but um, Expedition Everest. Yeah, you know I'll, I'll probably go with Everest. It's longer. It definitely feels longer than the ride itself. You mean? Yeah, I mean it's longer than Rock and Roller Coaster's ride. Yeah. 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 So. Uh, I'll say, because you got to factor that into it as well. You know? 
Splash Mountain, yeah, it's 80 minutes, but the ride's 10 minutes long. So you're already, you know, it's, it's feeling pretty good. You know, you're, it's yeah. worth it. Um, Mine Train, that's short, but I like the swinging mechanic on it. Uh, and the animatronics are beautiful. Uh, so, yeah, I'll go ahead and say Everest. Um, okay. So, I think I have mine. My three that are not worth it. I'm going to also agree with Peter Pan. Good. Uh, my next one after that would be the Tomorrowland Speedway. Oh, yeah, that one's up there. That one's that up there. That always has a long line, and I refuse to use a fast pass on that. And, I mean, unless you're there really late at night, it usually does die down. I just remember any time anytime we want to ride it, Dad's like, we just drove 14 <laughs> hours to get here. I'm not driving again. You know, like, I'm not <laughs> driving around. I'm not waiting 60 minutes to drive again. It is silly. And I think that he said, even the last time, he saw, like, grown adults waiting in line. And it just boggled his mind as why. Right, it's not bumper cars. Like, that would be cool. Yeah, that would be cool. Or, like, a go-kart thing. That would be cool, because then you could actually, you know, get some... But you're on a rail, you know? You're on a rail. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then... Oh, crud. What did I have my last one? And I would say... Um, well, I would say Tower of Terror, because I would never want to wait in that kind of a long line just be dropped a million times. Okay, so that's your three for that. How about the three that are worth the wait? Um, oh, goodness. So, I would say Seven Dwarfs. Um, I would actually say Test Track. I love that ride. Nah, you know, that I almost put that on the one that's not worth the wait. I almost did, too, but I do really like it. You um, almost put it on the one that is not worth it, but then <laughs> said it is worth it? That doesn't make any know. sense. I let's, let's not put it as my number two, because you know what? I just remembered. So what did I say my first one was? Seven Dwarfs. Yeah. Space Mountain. That's pretty much like my favorite one. Big Thunder? And then Big Thunder. We actually waited a good bit for Big Thunder over in Paris, didn't we? We waited like 30, maybe? 30 minutes? Yeah. Maybe 40. That's a while for us. Because really, we were yeah. jumping around. And that one had a 80-minute wait at one point. But I don't get that either. That one had like an 80-minute wait in Hyperspace Mountain with a loop and a corkscrew had a 5-minute wait. I'll never understand what's going on over there. But it was, <laughs> it, it was crazy. Um but yeah, Big Thunder is usually worth the wait. And you know what? Actually, I, th I like the theirs more in the sense of their carts actually, like, fit us better. You know how, like, the handle, like, the lap bar kind of comes down really low on ours? Yeah. Like, I feel like I could fly out of that thing. Like, yeah. Know? But, like, on that one, it was, it was more snug. And, like, I was like, okay, I actually feel, like, it wasn't, like, the other one comes up to, like, almost right where my, like, above my knees. In Florida. Yeah. And this one came up more to, like, your lap, like it's supposed to. So that felt... That was good. More comfortable. Wait, not right now. Those would be mine. And I'm super anxious to 
try this. See if Slinky Dog is worth the wait. Yeah. We might have to amend the lists. Um. When we get the when we get on those. Um. Well, we're. I don't have a character of the week for this week. Um. And we're running a little long. Yeah. So. Uh, that's pretty much all we got. Where can people find you? You can find me at, on Instagram at Allgaier Adventures, A-L-G-U-I-R-E Adventures, and the podcast at Behind the Dreams Podcast on Instagram. We got the results here of our uh, uh, Walt Disney World Cup and the final, the final vote will take place over the course of this week. And it will include the teams, the attractions. Drum roll. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Drum roll is Big Thunder Mountain versus Pirates of the Caribbean. Pirates wow. of the Caribbean just just edged it out against Toy Story while Big Thunder destroyed Everest. So there you have it. Big Thunder versus Pirates of the Caribbean. And if Pirates does not win, this is a sham. This is a sham. Because it is the best ride on any Walt Disney property. Uh, Alright, so you were saying where people can find you. Did you finish that? Uh, yes. Okay, then you can vote and find us on our Facebook, facebook.com slash behind the dreams podcast, Twitter at BT Disney podcast. Uh, and the Instagram is also where you can vote where my sister had already said before I interrupted. Um, and that is it. So we'll see if any new developments happen. If we get any sort of word on who would replace James Gunn, my vote is for Taika Waititi who did Thor Ragnarok. Um, we'll see if that comes to light or if they push back Guardians 3. We'll see how it all goes. Hopefully this does not affect the Guardians of the Galaxy ride. I doubt it will. But, yeah, so that is uh, our show for you this week. We'll catch you all next week. See you later. Low battery. <laughs> see you real soon. <laughs> <laughs>